I did like the reference panic puke or pudding puke or <laughs> panic, panic pudding. pudding. Panic pudding. I did like Just that good. reference. Panic pudding. Panic pudding. Just basically when me. you feel really anxious or nervous uh, or something upsets you and you barf. That Otherwise is a, known as pudding. That is what happens when you puke. Yes, it's usually. Or if you're disgustingly sick, such as being hungover or just, you know, having coronavirus. I don't think you puke that much from getting coronavirus. Well, it makes me want to puke. I haven't heard of that so, symptom so being much very about prevalent. It. <laughs> so tired of it. Go away! <laughs> Do you know what uncancelled means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing Dead TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash, or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is uncancelled, giving trash TV the chance it never deserved. This week on the Patreon, we have Mystery Soap Opera Pasadena, available nearly a month before it'll be released to the public. To get access to that and a whole lot more, visit patreon.com slash uncancelled. Oh, it's another episode of Uncancelled, a series where we review shows based off this list I found on the internet. 30 shows, 30 of the best shows of the last 20 years, according to some dude. I don't know his name. Didn't bother looking at him. You're going to have to look up his name one of these days. Today's episode is super special because it's in person with my sister, and we're sharing a microphone. Introduce yourself. I don't oh, know. hello. What do you have to say? Hi. Say uh, your name. What I'm Natalie. Doing? Well, there's an insane amount of thumping upstairs. That's fine. Somebody is doing a marathon. Uh, I'm Natalie. I'm Brandon's sister. I'm here in the flesh. In I the have flesh. watched a show that. Well, just I don't say know. you don't have to say the show. Say who, like, what do you, what do you, I don't, what do you do? What do you like? Where do you work and stuff? Not like oh, what do you do well, for a living? I didn't know it was no, an interview. I didn't know it was no, an interview. No, it's not an interview. It's just say, uh, you know what you do well, for a living. Don't uh, say I'm the... a banker. That's, You're a banker. There's yes. not a lot to expand on that. It's it's miserable at, at many times. Okay. We and uh, just a banker, that's cool. Just a banker. That's it. Of course, she's a banker. Just a banker with a side hobby of some woodworking here and there. Yeah. Talk about that then for a I second. Dabble in. Just talk about that for a second. Well, you a never know a... who this is gonna reach. <laughs> it's a bit of a hobby that turned business, I guess. Uh it's fun. I like to do it. Uh, sometimes I have more time for it than others, but, uh, I like to be a little crafty with my hands and it's a bit of a relief from the daily stresses of my full-time job. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all I really, uh, think I can say for now. Yeah. The daily stresses of a job, which is kind of similar to this series, uh, we're reviewing today, which is Selfie. Uh, it ran in 2014 for a 
total of 13 episodes. Uh, it's kind of similar to, yeah, An Escape, because the lead character, played by Karen Gillan, is constantly on her phone trying to escape reality and puts more stock in social media and all that than actual human connection. She is the epitome of today's millennial. Yeah, she does a really excellent job. Uh, the summary is, after being the subject of an embarrassing viral video, a self-involved 20-something enlists the help of a marketing expert to revamp her image in the real world. So I guess the embarrassing viral video was the puke bag incident? Yeah, when she was on the plane, uh, she got a little bit sick in the air. And uh, she puked in a bag, proceeded to puke in a second bag. And then as she was carrying the bags to the garbage, they exploded on the airplane. Yeah. Um, and everybody, like all her coworkers saw. And that and... was kind of the demise of her, I guess, social stature at this company that she worked for. Yeah. At, well, her life. Uh, every single person <laughs> on that airplane saw it. And then it was also being... I don't know why that would be... F I did like the reference panic puke, or pudding puke, or panic, <laughs> panic pudding. pudding. Panic pudding. I did like that good. reference, panic pudding. Panic pudding. Just basically when you me. feel really anxious or nervous, uh, or something upsets you and you barf. That otherwise is a, known as pudding. That is what happens when you puke, yes. It's usually... Or if you're disgustingly sick, such as being hungover, or just, you know, having coronavirus. I don't think you puke that much from getting coronavirus. Well, it makes me want to puke. I haven't heard of that so, symptom so being much very about prevalent. It. <laughs> so tired of it. Go away! <laughs> uh, it has a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb rated from 12,000 people. What, what would you rate this overall? Overall rate, 1 to 10. The show itself, or the or the episode that we just watched? the overall rating. I would give it a four and a half out of ten. Wow, <laughs> that's I and I gave it a like a seven. You really gave it that high? Yeah, it's, your it's, standards are too low. This show was. Boring. I give everything like <laughs> like everything starts at a seven for me, and then it just I really have to like be absolutely i've seen some really terrible stuff well so. maybe i haven't seen enough it reminded me a lot of a show that i used to enjoy called new girl okay yeah so the the yeah. character remind me a lot of zoe de chanel kind of like the bubbly um very like strange um responses to trauma or adversity or anxiety just very like kind of bubbly light-hearted responses to things. Okay, yeah, this came out three years after <clears throat> New Girl premiered, so... Her character just reminds me a lot of Zoe Deschanel's character in New Girl. But I did enjoy New Girl more, and maybe that's my rate. why my rating yeah, is more low. Well, that's probably why this lasted 13 episodes and New Girl lasted seven seasons. Correct. And but, I would re-watch New Girl. Yeah, it reminded me... I don't know what it reminds I mean, yeah, there's new... Well, I mean, it's a sitcom. Sitcoms are kind of all... They have the same formula, like A plus B equals C. It's very fluffy. There's not a lot of context. I 
Really? Is that what you thought about this? I just thought there was not a lot of context behind the show. I couldn't really see where it was going. And even when you watched the first and last episode, I literally thought the last episode was episode two. Like, there was no... I had no idea what happened in between. I just thought it was the next day after the first episode. Well, yeah, I mean, generally when you skip ahead, you're not going to know without... I mean, you're not going to know what happens without seeing what happens. There was a nice little montage at the end. But that's for later. I thought it was a show... I thought it was a show that meets, like, there's more than meets the eye. It's, like, it's it's underknown and underappreciated. I, there's a bit of a punch. It was, like, there's kind of a, a juxta, not a juxtaposition. There was, like, uh, more than face value. It, it had, like, life lessons in it. And it was kind of, like, the two leads. One is, you know, social media obsessed and not really <laughs> focused on the real world. And... John Cho, who plays the other lead. A.K.A. Harold from Harold and Kumar, for those of you that don't know who the heck that is, because I didn't even know that was his real name. Well, I did. He's been in a bunch of things. Well, he's cool. He's probably the the stronger entity in the episodes. Well, yeah, but she's had a better career. Interesting. Guardians of the Galaxy, Karen Gillan. That's where she's from. That's what I said when you asked. I thought you said Google it because you were mumbling under your breath. Uh, yeah, maybe. All right. Well, you give it a seven and a half. I'm still giving it a four Uh, and a half. Yeah, that's fine. But I still felt like there were where, you know, she was social media obsessed and not focused enough in reality. Didn't really have any sort of. I guess sort of escaping from things, running away from things. Not really much of a social interaction if it wasn't about herself. Just kind of a full-blown sort of narcissistic type. Whereas he was too uptight. Kind of never would, you know. He's a businessman. Yeah. He was well off. He did well for himself. He's well-educated and articulate. And then there's this girl that doesn't even say hello or how are you to the assistant she sees every day. So yeah. it's very exemplary of a lot of 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 um, younger people that I've worked with. Um, not a lot of responsibility for their actions. They don't really know what hard work is. Um, they're constantly obsessing over the people that they believe are role models online, even though those role models online are, are essentially like nobody really to look up to. And then there's this guy that's kind of trying to mentor her. And uh, you can see like her confidence boosts a little bit because he kind of teaches her things about human nature. So I guess you have a point, Brandon, like the meaning is there. There is some meaning to the show. And it. I think the intention or the writer's intention or the producer was really to just whatever show creator okay the show creator to be politically correct in this case it's not politically correct they (laughs) well you're correcting me but Ah! it's not the producer the producer just let me finish my sentence the producer makes like the show happen but the creator is the creator well like i said i'm a banker Yes, but you don't create the money. You okay. move the money. Therefore, Someone created money. Benjamin Franklin. Well, Did he? irregardless, irregardless. Was... Uh, I lost my train of thought. The first episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
first episode. If overall you gave it a four and a half, what did you rate the first episode? The first episode was a five. Okay, that's pretty It's decent. kind of cheesy. It has okay. some comedic moments. Well, hold on. Okay. Uh, a self-obsessed pharmaceutical sales rep who is mega popular on social media needs help making friends and being liked in real life. And so she turns to a marketing genius for tutelage in the series premiere of this modern take on My Fair Lady. Okay, I haven't seen My Fair Lady. I'm familiar with that. It's a very famous uh, film of, like, the golden age of uh, Hollywood. I believe it's 1939. Maybe, no, might be 30s, 40s, 50s. I can't remember exactly. Anyways, it's got a 7.3 out of 10. You gave it a 5 because you thought it was kind of cheesy. I just, I've seen a lot better. Okay, I've seen a lot better. And and it didn't entice me that much. Okay, well, that's that's fair because I gave it a 7.5. But again, I don't watch a lot of these kind of things. And you yeah. uh, grew up literally consuming every single one. No, I there. didn't. I never watched Seinfeld. I mean, no, but Seinfeld's more like a traditional sitcom. These are the sitcoms I compare everything to. Uh, New Girl and Friends. New Girl and Friends. Okay, those are... So when I see kind of like shows that are about other groups of friends or or social things, I, I just automatically think of those two other shows. There's a series on this list that I reviewed. I can't remember what it is I think it's the class and it's by the creator of Friends, but it obviously have flunked these. This is all these are all cancelled series. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, not all was successful. Uh Friends and New Girl. This was more like New Girl, uh which I have seen, but it's okay. New Girl was like fun, but then I kind of forgot about it. I didn't know it lasted for seven seasons. So we're coming complete opposites. Did you have anything else? No, I'm good to move no, on. No, that's it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it overall. Uh, I do, yeah. I can see kind of like what the hell the point was of 13 episodes because it did seem, like you said, like it was kind of the next day, sort of really. And it seemed... I've seen some rom-coms and things like that. You know, you got When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. Those uh, are great films. Yeah, great romantic comedies, kind of sitcom. This was like a romantic comedy. Uh, but r if it was a movie, it would be a romantic comedy. Since it's a TV show, it's a situational comedy. Uh, which, I don't know, I thought it was maybe pushed into a, a narrative that was wrong, but I appreciated the d deeper meanings, uh, but I do see what you meant, because, like, at the end of the first episode, she push pushes him into the rain, and then they have a laugh, and then they go inside, and it seems like there's kindlings of, like, a romantic bond happening. My eyes bled during that scene. What? Why? It was just so redundant. I thought it was kind of lame. And, ooh, they're in the rain. Something mystical is supposed to happen. And I just thought it was dry. Well, it didn't happen. 
Well, yeah. I, don't I know. sensed it. I thought it conveyed what it wanted I to. Just, I think paint drying would have been more exciting than that scene. Jeez Louise. <laughs> All right. So that, yeah, I mean. Uh, I, I thought that, like, you know, the scene in the rain and the scene where he sees her after she's made over. And that was nice. He says, you look beautiful. That was I nice. Thought, yeah. I thought she... for sure that by the time we get to the final episode. Last episode. I thought that they would already be like dating at least or have gone on a couple dates and then, I don't know, maybe some shit happened. But, um, yeah, by the final episode. She's with some other dude. Yeah, she's with another guy. And they just kind of seem like they haven't made any more progress than... It, it seemed like maybe it was a second or third episode. I believe a, she was bad for his image, and maybe if I were to watch the rest of the season, that's what we would uncover. Yeah, well, you do again see the montage at the end of kind of moments that they had where he kind of kept well n- not being, like, just... Couldn't he was in his own way, but they were kind of good for each other. But yeah, they were kind of good for each other. Like I said, I didn't give it a zero. There was reasons why it even achieved a four. There are some cute moments. It's cheesy, okay. but there's cute moments. So what did you rate this final episode? The final episode, I rated it a four. Okay, so that's where the four point five <laughs> yes. comes from. Right down the middle. Beautiful. So I would say episode two. Uh, the bet the best scene, the best scene, is when Mister Man, also known as uh, uh, the the Mr. gentleman main character, what's his first name? John Cho. Okay, John Cho. Mr. I think they were Man? calling him Mister Man in the episode. This, she called really? him Mister Man. I swear oh. to God, she was calling him Mister Man. I don't know if it's because he Why was is the he man. not even. Oh, that's because I'm in the first episode, but I was like, <laughs> why is it ta- Hot Passenger? It's the second cast. Anyways, Mr. Man uh, uh, identifies as a skateboarder, but really he's not. It was kind of made up. And so as he's uh, at the skate park in a, bun- in, a uh, uh, in a giant pool with a bunch of kids surrounding him that are clearly skateboarders, he proceeds to fall into the bottom of the pool. And I laughed at his injury. I did. That's really says you are the kind of person that is Karen Gillan because he says at the end of the first episode, it's not funny when people get injured. This is something we need to work on. Final episode. I'm not going to deny it. (laughs) Maybe something. The final episode. John Cho would say you need to work on. Okay, final episode. I woke up like this is what it is called. Yes. Eliza gets a confidence boost when she learns that her new female role model, former middle school bully, used Eliza's life as inspiration for her success. That's not true. She doesn't get a confidence boost. She gets fucking mad. She gets like mad any and normal person. Delivers the worst burns I've ever heard. I would not have been phased if I was on the other end of Eliza's burn. Oh attempts. well, you're implying that she gives like the worst, like. I thought when you said worse burns, you meant like she gives incredible burns, you know, but she gives terrible burns. The burns are not good. They don't hurt. She gives horrible attempted burns. They don't sting. 
They don't. They don't but that's, burn. That's the point, kind of. Uh, and like he said, Henry tries to rid himself of his childhood poser status by learning how to ride a skateboard. Yep. Yeah, I gave this a seven and a half, too. I mm. didn't mind it. I thought there's some important life lessons here as a reflection of both lead characters, which is don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't stand in your own way of happiness. Like that montage where they could have been happy together. And then she was kind of trying to be and, and having fun. And then he just kept denying her because uh, he was self-conscious. About his image. About whatever. Who knows? He was out of his comfort zone. Yes. Very relatable. Uh, let love open the door and be brave. Important lessons, I thought. I read I read the subtext. I thought the subtext, to me, made it stand out more than the tackiness. But uh, now that you're saying that, yeah, I'd probably lower it to like a six and a half. There was some tackiness, but I just looked past it. I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Like I said, two leads never make the romantic jump that seemed to be implied in the first episode and the fact that it took 13 episodes is kind of like they're dangling it like a carrot or like a twinkie in front of a fat person on a treadmill is like you could have just got to it already we saw we you hinted at it so anybody who enjoyed the show or even people just watching the show felt like it was going to happen People wanted it to happen, and you didn't let it happen, which is kind of bullshit, but also it's kind of life sometimes, where, you know, stuff just doesn't work out, even though it seems like it should. At least there's hope that maybe it would happen if the series continued. The better episode overall. Better episode. Episode one. Said one. You said it was tacky. I still, I gave it a five. Right. The other one, I gave it four. So okay. the first episode was better. There were some funnier moments. I laughed, I chuckled a few more times in the first episode than in the last one. So that's why I give it a stronger. Okay. I give it an extra you point. Laugh? You laughed at what? Like what <clears throat> made it better? The banjo. There was oh, a banjo the ukulele. Scene. Yeah. The ukulele. That was. Yeah, that was my best scene. There's a scene, or do you need to talk about the scene? Can I talk about the scene? Go ahead. Okay. There's a scene where uh, Eliza, in the first episode, uh, gets asked to go to a wedding. Uh, she has to kind of wipe clean her sort of hooker-like image. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but she, no, she dresses a little bit scandalous for the workplace. Slutty. Yeah, she, but but I don't think she's really a slut. She just dresses a little bit skanky. No, it's because of, like, in the final episode where we find her middle school bully who's kind of stolen her geeky image that she had. We find out that that's kind of the whole point of why she is who she is because she's kind of afraid to be herself <laughs> because she was a geek and what have you. So now she's over emphasizing. Uh, 
being this different person, and it just kind of makes her appear a way that she actually isn't. Anyways, in the episode uh, with the ukulele, basically she had to kind of uh, clean herself up a bit, make herself look a little bit more presentable for this um, she sort of hired like, her. Yeah, so she she looks for some some people in the office that can kind of help uh, alter her image a little bit for the wedding, sort of dialing back her usual um, her usual attire to something more uh, conforming, a little less revealing. Um, in which the like the guy in the show who's her mentor. Um, and sort of love interest, you know, tells her that she's beautiful. But while the girls come over to kind of give her a makeover, all of a sudden they break out to an, into a Lady Gaga song, and this woman comes out from behind the kitchen with a ukulele. Oh, that's very good. That was like that uh, uh, yodeling girl. Anyways. Yeah, who was America's Got Talent? Um... So yeah, that moment was funny just because it was unexpected, and I was kind of just like she, Eliza found, um, that she was kind of making some friends, and uh, maybe she could be likable and I be think... kind, and she kind of had fun. But the ukulele was the highlight of that episode. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's another lesson is that she kind of found her group of people. It's like that's where she was being herself. And it worked out in her favor because then she ended up looking really beautiful. And she could also be supported by people. It's kind of like versus just alienating herself to kind of be boost her social media status. But then ultimately, you know, having not much of a reality, not having not much of a real life because... And she got to unplug and live in the moment. Yeah. That's very important. She unplugged um, during this sort of like makeover experience. Um, just kind of enjoyed with her girlfriends. Which yeah. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people miss out on because they're so concentrated on comp- competing with each other. Concentrating on shit that's fake and yes. doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Put your phone down on, like, put your phone down for at least... If you can't do it for a day, a week, at least do it for part of the day mm-hmm. in a week. Mm-hmm. Just unplug. Go outside. Get outside. Go in some fresh air. Breathe it in. Realize. Look at the trees and like how everything is kind of just there and perfect and cool. I was having a Lion King moment as you were saying that. Can you feel the love tonight? Like that? Or no, mine was more like, And you were holding Simba over the tree that you just found meaning in outside. And there's a weird looking monkey just there, ready to receive the birth of your son. the circle of life. I had to explain to my coworker at FedEx who Elton John was, and I said what? the guy who did the Lion King soundtrack because I tried to name. He sang at Princess Diana's funeral. I tried Candle to name, in the wind. I tried to name like uh, Rocket. I was like Rocket Man, Candle in the Wind. I didn't uh, like that movie. 
<laughs> Rocket Man? It came out too close to Bohemian Rhapsody, and Bohemian Rhapsody was just better. Okay. It came out too close. They should have maybe waited on Rocket Man or waited on Bohemian Rhapsody, but also Rami Malek is he's up there on the list of actors for me. I think he's underrated and he should act more. Uh he does act more. He was He does now. He was in the uh, recent 007 movie. Well, he does act more. He was on a TV Daniel show. Daniel Craig died. And that was really okay, hard for me. Okay, thank you. What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, first of all, I haven't seen it, and now everybody listening to this, are you, Jesus, talk about sense of awareness, lies Well, if you haven't skin? seen it by now, there's a problem. You can rent it on Prime for five bucks. What do you mean there's a bucks? problem? It's not like it came out 40 years ago. It's not Jaws. Surprise, the shark eats people, and then they blow it up at the end. Hey, spoiled Jaws for you, too. We're just spoiling all Jaws came out in the 70s again. Exactly. If you haven't seen it by now... The new one. There's a problem. If you haven't seen it yet. But sorry, yes, he does die. I'm just going to reiterate that for anyone that didn't hear that. In my podcast debut. There goes all the listening fan base and my hopes and dreams along with Everybody knows that he, he released it on Instagram. What? Did you know that he... Somebody else told me this during an episode is that he was... Uh, one of the stormtroopers in no way this new Star Wars movie. No way, because he's really? such a huge fan. He's really good. Who Daniel Craig? He's arguably the best Bond. Uh, but have you seen all the Bonds? Uh, I think so. Name Pierce them. Brosnan was not good. Pierce Brosnan was good. What do you mean? Those are some of the, the best ha- movies. That was the one with Halle Berry. Die another day. Yes. Yeah, that one was good. That's like. Considered the worst one of the ones he's done. Well, I done. mean, Halle Berry's in it, so you can't classify anything Halle Berry is a part of as the worst. You certainly can. Anyways, Absolutely. we just reviewed about three, four different movies. So back to um, the, the show uh, called Selfie. Uh, basically, in a nutshell... Uh, okay, who... The banjo Are you the scene. host? Jeebus. I'm trying to get back on track because I distracted you. It's well, my way I, of apologizing. me. Okay, carry on. Gosh. Yes! The ukulele scene is my best scene. Best scene! It's where, or the opening plane scene where, you know, of course the puke bags. That's hilarious. Puke bags spill all over her. The puke bags bottom out and go all over herself and the IOA. And it's embarrassing. And then, yeah, the sudden breakout home concert of Lady Gaga's Bad romance with the out-of-nowhere ukulele solo. It's great. Yes. Agreed. Thank you. So is that your best scene, then? Yeah, the banjo. The banjo. The worst scene for me is... Worst scene. Some of the scenes where she's... Yeah, where she's walking and doing the voiceover narrator and cracking topical humor, humor jokes that didn't really... They're very 2014 or... There was Frozen and uh, I don't know what else. Hugh Dancy was referenced. I, I can't remember because they're, I mean, it's not been that long where they weren't sort of familiar, but also it's been long enough where those things have come and gone and aren't really very, they faded from the 
pop culture zeitgeist. Your unintentionally hilarious thing. Did you have anything? Unintentionally hilarious, aka it's so funny I forgot to laugh. No, it was the it was the banjo part. Okay, but that's intentionally hilarious. Oh, I didn't think it was supposed to be. Why? I thought it was unintentional. Why do you say that? Just because they were all singing a song and obviously an instrument was conveniently there, but okay, it just seemed right, unintentional. Okay. Uh, maybe within the context of the show, but I felt like it was written to be funny. Mm. Like within the world of the show, yeah, it was out of nowhere and random, but it was obviously, I don't think it was improvised where she just found a ukulele and was like, hey, I'm going to play this. Mm. It was written in so breaking the fourth wall i guess within the show yeah unintentionally hilarious banjo uh would you watch the rest i'm gonna say you would not obviously i would say yes but i'll tell you why i'll explain myself just because there was a montage at the end of it and now i kind of want to just see that montage actually play out during the other episodes to see if maybe there is more of a connection there between the first and last episode, because they felt sort of disconnected to me, the first and last episode. It seemed like she didn't really learn much. She was still kind of her usual self. Didn't seem like she learned much from her mentor. She still missed this huge pharmaceutical uh, female empowerment meeting uh, because she was late due to um, dolling herself up for three hours. So it seemed like there was nothing really learned Exactly. The point of the show was to kind of nourish her professionally, which didn't really happen. But I would watch the rest just to kind of see what else is there. I find that interesting because you're you're talking about within the world of the show where I was looking at a lot of subtext, whereas this character is like someone who just can't get out of their own way. And they keep on learning these things and being shown these things. And then they do it, and then it's done. They don't build off it. They don't learn from it. They don't mm. change who they are. Yeah. There's, It's like this person is a reflection of someone who isn't aware. Someone who can't okay. change who they are. Okay. Someone who could, who's been shown how to change but can't get out of their own way that to me is why i gave it a higher rating i felt there was a good solid subtext and i like that in i like that in my tv and movies and yeah which i would check out the rest but also i felt like that montage where you're saying it wanted you to make you watch the rest i felt like it just showed me everything that I thought there was going to be, which is that it kept on hinting at the romance, kept on seeming like it was going to happen, and then it just never happened. Hmm. Which I I guess, yeah, if you watched all 13 episodes, then you would constantly see that, and then that's a theme where it just gets so close and then doesn't happen, which is kind of the whole point of the series, where our lead characters get close to changing but ultimately it doesn't happen i guess he does at the end yeah seems like he does i think so he's got it broken it but it took a broken arm sometimes it takes breaking limbs you know 
Have a self-realization. Like, it takes a physical change to change who you are. Right. You don't hit rock bottom, then why ever change? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so, yeah, would you then... Uh, you said you would watch the rest. This, to me, felt like two halves of... Like a Hallmark movie, maybe? Like, not quite. Well, I would say, like, a fun little movie that would, it's like, fluffy. come out in the summer. I really don't think it's designed to make you think that much. Really? I think it's just designed to, you just watch what you see. Don't overanalyze it. I don't, th- I think the complete opposite. I think it was, it was, uh, so that it could be made is that it was, had this fluffy storyline but then all the subtext was then what it was really about. But you have to have a certain formula to get out. You know, like when you see... I almost remember you complained about that movie Babel with Brad Pitt. I don't remember that. Exactly, because you hated it. Perfect. Because it I put was... it out of my mind and concentrate on more important things. But more Sorry, important Brad. things, taking things at face value? No, just I move on. I don't remember b- b- bad things. I right. remember good things. But I'm saying that they have to... This movie, you're like, it was sold on Brad Pitt, but it wasn't about Brad Pitt. It was, uh, it was this whole... I can't remember what the hell it was about exactly, but the idea that they have to use actors and... They have to use selling points for people to see things, for things to get made, for... Yeah, they have to use selling points for things to get made for people to see. And some people are going to go see based off that being their favorite actor or uh, based off expecting a sitcom to be a little piece of fluff. And then maybe you'll just be disappointed by that because this was fluff, but I felt like it had more Mm. than that me got it got it it's just a different perspective your perspective is just different than mine that's no work no yeah I'm not nothing that. wrong with that no there's nothing wrong with that at all i just watched it more lightheartedly that's all i felt like those stuck out all i right. felt like it was really obvious they yeah okay. i felt like yeah it, if you were just i mean i Maybe it depends on your... I guess, yeah. It's, yeah, it can depend on your mood. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of like watching it to watch it. It was. I was not trying to make a whole lot of meaning of it, but I would watch the rest. And you would... Well, they never do kind of... Like, the montage it's hinted at, but nothing... Like you said, nothing really happens, so... If there, if it continued, like, do you think something would happen? Would you be intrigued? Not enough. I think there's just better shows out there that I would continue watching, and it's just not so much my taste in yeah. show. That's all. It's not yeah. my taste. I do think I'd agree with that. I just felt like I wouldn't mind if there was more, but I'm not. I'm not running home from work to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Well, that's because you need money. Well, I just mean when I come home from work after a long day, sometimes I like to put on a show that takes my mind off of the stresses of the day. Okay. And I don't know if that show really does that for me. My job is very stressful. 
It's very draining. It's very mentally exhausting. My job is very boring and I must clear. So when I come home, I wouldn't run to watch that show, but I would probably watch New Girl because I would get more laughter out of it. And I think you haven't seen all of New Girl. I've seen every single episode. Really, till the end. I've seen all seven seasons. How many episodes are in a season? Do you know? Not off the top of my head. I want to say. 15 to 20 episodes per season. Yeah, probably. I can verify that. It's fine. There's probably 15 to 20. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah. I mean, if you've seen all of that, then this is going to be, I guess, as someone, I have a totally different perspective of someone who's only seen it, uh, Maybe half a dozen episodes of New Girl. Yeah, so season one to six of New Girl, 22 episodes, but in the seventh season, they only did eight episodes. I've seen every single one. Only eight episodes, so it must have got canceled. Yeah, I think it, it, every show has a lifespan. Every show does have a lifespan. Some decide to end it, others get axed. Yep. And the show was axed. This show was axed. This show was axed. So, we are not uncanceling Sophie. Uncancelled. Oh, hell no. We are not. We are leaving it cancelled. Yeah, selfies are cancelled. Stop taking selfies. Stop taking them. Stop it. Stop making stupid people famous. So that they can have a real life. Put a fork in it, baby. It's done. So uncancelled, it's a crumb. Ain't no more gonna die. Wait a minute. Throw some Ozanaz in there. What's your hurry?